Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. This is Brad Seaton, 2017 NFL Draft Prospect, and you're listening to On the Fin Side. It ain't the left side or the right side, and it must be the fin side. Inside. It ain't the left side. Welcome back, draft fans and Dolphins fans alike. This is Paul Pickett, and you're listening to On the Fin Side. Our NFL draft prospect interviews continue today with a player in a position of need for the Dolphins, Louisville offensive guard Khalil Hunter. Make sure you catch us out on YouTube, Spreaker, iTunes, Stitcher, and more, as well as on Facebook and Twitter. Khalil, welcome to the show, man. How are you holding up with all this process going on out there for you? Oh, man, it's, it's going far. You know, it's been kind of tough. So, you know, you're not getting as much exposure as I thought I would after having the season I did, but... Tell us a little bit about your background and where you came from. I know you grew up in, in Orlando, but tell tell our listeners a little more about you. Well, out of high school, well, in high school, I, I didn't get well, – I had, like, two offers, but they are from small NAIA schools. So I decided I might as well take the ju- JUCO route. My, my coaches kind of wanted me to uh, – let me take – they thought it would be better than going to, uh, to NAIA. So I ended up going to Eastern Arizona JUCO. Like, you know, a 17-year-old is out in Arizona by himself. You know, I, I think I left there and went there. I only had like two hundred dollars in my pocket, you know, and it was like it was just it was mind blowing for real when I first got there. I was so young and like never really left Florida. So so once I got there I ended up uh I started all the games there all twenty two. I got there late too, like the last week of camp. I ended up starting my freshman year. And then that's when after the freshman year I, I made a little high t- highlight state and started sending it through Facebook, like whatever school I wanted to go to. I just like add the O line coach on Facebook and send them my highlight tape, and I'd be persistent with it until I got a reply. So after that, uh, we'll start hitting me up, start getting offers and stuff. I ended up just uh, choosing Louisville. I think it, it was it was that was probably the best decision out of school. So I, I really enjoyed it here. You know, I didn't play that much my junior year. I got to play a little bit. Then started all the games my senior year. Got the block for the Heisman Trophy winner. Got to play with a, an amazing team. I'm a young guy. We're gonna be some big-time prospects next year. So it was, it's been fun to this point. So speaking, speaking of Louisville, I know a lot of Dolphins players that, that our listeners would be familiar with have come out of there, like Mark Clayton, Ron Davenport, and the always great former corner and uh, current host with the Dolphins, Sam Madison. What would it mean to join them as former Louisville players that went to the NFL? Man, that would be amazing. It really, it really would be because when you come back to the school, it's like everyone appreciates you. You know, like all the big time NFL guys come back and like the city just love you, you know. It's like once you play here, everybody loves you. So that'd be amazing to join those guys, especially for for the Dolphins. Khalil, we see a lot of players come to the NFL without getting their degrees. I know you went the JUCO route, you went at seventeen, which is which is definitely an impressive thing. And then when you played in the Citrus Bowl this year, you actually managed to walk into the Citrus Bowl with your degree already in hand. What did something like that mean to you? Man, it was an amazing feeling, you know, because growing up, you know, I didn't even think I was going to go to college, let alone to a big-time college like Louisville, you know. And I became the first person in my family to get a degree and 
you know, that that was like big for my younger siblings to show them that, you know, I mean, you can go do anything. Like the sky's the limit. You can be whatever you want to be. So it was like I knew once after that game, I didn't have to go back to school. I was just done. I could focus on training, preparing for uh for pro day. You know, what I mean, just football after that. So it was it was big for me. I know I just mentioned the Citrus Bowl, and I know you talked about about your family and being from Orlando. How big was it, and what did it mean to you to to play your final college game, degree in hand, sitting at home almost in front of all your family and friends? Man, that was that was a big, big, big moment for me. You know, it was like it was so emotional to look in the stands, like people like my my grandfather. He never got to see me play college football, like. My uh, my uncles, they never got to come out and see me. You know, being that I played so far away in Arizona, so and then they didn't have the funds to come up to Louisville to see me play. So it was like it was it was just perfect, you know, to be able to finish in front of all my family. You know, I had so many people there. It was it was amazing, especially after the game. You know, I mean, we didn't finish how we wanted to finish, but you know, at least I I feel like you know I, mean, I gave it my all. So. Watching your film. I see you get off your man and, and really get to the second level a lot. Tell us a little bit about that aspect of your game. Yeah, man. I like to just keep blocking, keep blocking. Like, when we go through film, I like to earn a – I try to earn – we got plays called brick plays or big plays or big blocks you make in the game that yep. you get a T-shirt for it. And like, every play I go into it, like, thinking, I, I need a brick on this play. You know, like, and the only way to do that is to block to the whistle. So, how how I, uh, our scheme was – I did a lot of pulling. So probably if you were watching Lamar Jackson highlights that you see me like pulling to the linebacker, he cut off the butt and he's gone, you know, that boy's sad. So it was fun. And I I just love, you know, blocking to the whistle. I know a lot of linemen when they get to the next level and I know you did a very good job when it came to pulling when I when I watched your film. But I know a lot of linemen when they get to the next level have to have some form of positional flexibility in terms of where they can, they feel they can play along the line and, and where their best fits are. What would you say are, are, are some good fits for you along the line at the next level? I know, obviously, you're a guard first, but in addition to that. Well, the crazy thing about that is when I first got here, all my my junior year, I played offensive tackle, <laughs> believe it or not. And, uh, and then I played offensive tackle in center, but I, okay. I ended up just like being – the second offensive tackle rotating in sometimes, you know, in some games. And then center, center is another position I can play. Cause like after playing here, you learn so much to where like I just I'm so knowledgeable of the game, you know. Like it's just so it, it slows down. Like coming from JUCO running three, four, or five plays to here running 40, 50 plays, different plays, you know, you got to know a lot and you got to actually study study the game. So I feel like coming here, I I can play any position on the field and the, and the good thing about coming here was they made us get in left and right hand stance. We lined up. Well, our my position was quick guard, so I would always line up away from the uh, from the uh, strength of the formation. So this this is probably the first time I ever got into a left hand stance coming here. I think so. I feel like I, all season I played left and right guard, so that's good too. Yeah, no, that 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 positional flexibility comes in really handy at the next level. So that that that's definitely a good thing to hear. What would you say? I know you you played quick guard. I know you excelled at pulling, getting to the next level, blocking to the whistle. One of the biggest ways that that we all improve in anything is knowing what our strengths are and what our areas are to work on. 
what would you say are some of your biggest strengths as well as your biggest area that you need to work on? I feel like a, a strength I have is the knowledge and the ability to pass block. I love, like, pass blocking. You know, I take pride in it, you know what I mean, because that's a one-on-one thing. You just can't get beat, you know. But mm-hmm. um, something I would have, I would think I should work on is, like, maintaining blocks. Like, when I pull and, like, stop splashing off sometimes, you know, because at this level it was you were able to get away with it at this level, but, like, I think at the next level you got to stick, stick and stay, you know. Chris Greer is is the Dolphins' general manager. On draft day, he's sitting in the war room, and this is a hypothetical question here, but he's got three or four different names sitting in front of him trying to decide who he wants to draft. If you had the opportunity to talk to him in that moment, knowing that your name was sitting there in front of him, what would you tell him to convince him that above those other guys, you are the guy to go with? Man, Mr. Greer, man, by drafting me, you're getting a, a hell of a player. You're gonna get him motivated, highly, highly motivated. You know, from coming from where I come from, you don't see people make it out. You know, and then like coming here and playing with guys like Sheldon and John and 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 other guys who who went on to the NFL and having very successful careers. You know, it, it gives you hope. And I feel like by drafting me, you're gonna get a player who, who a hard nosed player who. You know, I mean, film don't, don't lie. You know, I don't take nothing on the field. You know, very, very, very aggressive guy. You know, that's something you want in the offensive guard. You know, very smart guy, study film, you know, look for blitzes. You know, like just just a student of the game. So, I feel like you get one of the strongest players, fastest players on the team. You know, you're going to get an all-around athlete by drafting these. For you, what are some goals that you've set for yourself at the NFL level? Uh, to to make it to the Pro Bowl, you know. I want to come out, you know what I mean? It's it's one thing to get there, but I, I want to just build a dynasty there, you know. Like, I just I strive to be the best I could be at wherever I go. Like, in junior college, my second year, I ended well, first year I ended up being all-conference, first team all-conference. My second year I ended up being a uh, JUCO All-American. Then I come, the one year I start in, uh, in the ACC, I ended up getting an uh, all-honorable mention, you know. I just strive to be like the best I can be, so I'm, I'm going for the, the highest, the highest Pro Bowl and win the Super Bowl, you know, win multiple Super Bowls, you know. That, those are some good goals, man, and, and ho- hopefully you'll get to do it, in Miami, from from my own selfish perspective. But you know, we'll we'll, we'll pull for you anywhere you go. Maybe, maybe not so much with the Jets, but you know, it's uh, <laughs> we'll pull for you, not the team. Now, if you were playing for, the, if you did end up on the Dolphins. You'd be playing alongside guys like Mike Pouncey, Juwan James, Laramie Tunsil, guys that have some experience in this league, guys that know how to be pros. What would you look to take away from, from guys like that in terms of the game itself? Those are guys like with experience, you know, been in the league for multiple years. So I would I would try to take away like how did you you know what I mean, like ask questions like how did you maintain how did you maintain I mean, you're this this level so for so long, you know, like what drives you, just get to know the person, you know. Like just get tips like how to take care of your body, you know, like stuff like that for 16-game season. You know I mean, hopefully 20-game season. So not 20, but uh, <laughs> you know what I mean. Hey, I know where you're going with that. Uh, it's 20 if you count the it's, – it's 20 if you count the Pro Bowl, right? So, you know, yeah, we're good. Bowl, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What what advice would you give the young players out there? I know you mentioned coming out of where you come from and 
what advice would you give the young players that wanted to follow in your footsteps to, to go to college, to play ball, to go to the next level and play ball? Just stay, stay with it, you know, because there's been plenty of times where I go to, I'm off in juke and I just wanted to give up. You know? So I just stay with it. Just just trust the process. There's going to be times where you feel like giving up, times you feel like it's not going to work for you, why you, but you just got to stick with it, you know, and, and things that happen for you and grades. <laughs> Make sure you get your grades. That's something I didn't do in high school, but I made sure I didn't do that in college. You know, ended up graduating from JUCO in three semesters. You know, with like a three point five GPA, three point six GPA. So it was, it was, it was grades. I made sure that grades wasn't going to be my downfall the second time, like getting a second chance. You know, so just stay with it and stay on your grades. School first. That kind of leads me into my next question. I know this gets bigger every year uh, for the NFL, for colleges, for agencies and things like that, and, and it's always a great thing to see. But I know involvement in the community it has gotten to be a really big thing and a really great thing. What what can fans expect to see from you in terms of community involvement when you get to that next level? Man. I love, love, love giving back, you know, to see the kids face, like, every opportunity they gave us at Louisville, I took it, whether it's veteran hospitals, you know, uh, children camps, hosting camps and stuff like that, like, just going out to the community, going to uh, children hospitals. I love doing stuff like just showing your face just to see the kids, like, glow up because I know as a kid, I was just one of, like, just being around guys like that, like, guys in college, guys in the pros, just made you feel like, a good feeling like it just gave you like just made me want to smile you know and I, it just brings like joy to me every time I get to go do like community service events and stuff like I really take pride in stuff like that you know so I feel like oh, I, pro level I'll try and do as many camps free camps stuff like that just give back you know turkey giveaways stuff like that just as much as I can I got a big old smile on my face hearing that so man great great job with that it, it's definitely a, p- a positive thing to hear. In, in terms of that or in terms of other things, I'm going to give you a soapbox here. And essentially, anything you got going on that you want to promote, anybody out there you want to thank, whatever you, you kind of want to say, kind of going to give you the soapbox and, and kind of let you run with, with the answer to this one here. So whatever you got going on, man, feel free to put it out there for for our listeners. Well, I, I want to I wanna thank I want to thank my mom, my auntie Tasha, and my auntie Nell. You know, those are like three, three women that, that really like saw me through the whole process. You know, my stepdad, Randy Roberts. He was, he was. That was a real big one. You know, my mom wasn't there to to take care of us. He took care of me, and my sister, and my brother. You know, what I mean, just like as we were his own kids. You know, so he was, he was a real big in my life. I want to thank all my coaches. You know, Coach P, Coach. Coach K, you know what I mean? Those guys, I really enjoy playing here. And, you know, like, I feel like they took my football knowledge to the next level. You know, they prepared us every week just for for everything. You know, you like, I feel like as I go on the field, like, I, I'm at practice again. Just, like, the looks they gave us at practice were the looks you're going to see in the game. So, so as long as you study, you you were you were ready for the game. And I, I, I want to thank my agent, Chris, you know what I mean, helping me out, setting me up for uh, – Moments like this. All right. Last question for you here, then, Khalil. And, and this is one. I got to frame it up here. No one's gotten away from our show without answering, whether it's Dolphins CEO, Tom Garfinkel, whether it's Dolphins legends and alumni, whether it's 
draft prospects, agents, media personalities. It, it doesn't matter. Everybody's had to answer this for us at least once when they've come on here. You ready for it? I'm ready for it. All right, man. So you roll up to that red light, downtown Orlando we'll go with. You've got your windows down. You've got your music player plugged in. You've got every song in your music player on shuffle, blaring through that radio. One song ends, and the next song is about to begin. What is the one song you have in your music player or iPod that you pray doesn't come on for everybody to hear you jamming out to in that car? Man, I'm going to be 100% honest with you. It might yep. be on the high guy on my phone, but it might be uh, Bad Blood by Taylor Swift. No, it's, it's on there. It happened a couple times. You know, <laughs> put the whole iPod, iPhone on the uh, shelf. It just pop up. Yep. You know, that's I ended up veering off the uh, playlist. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you're the third lineman to come to us with a, with a Taylor, being a Taylor Swift fan. So, that's... <laughs> all right, man. Well, hey, Khalil, I appreciate you coming on today, man. Real big thanks from us. For for our listeners out there, make sure you catch us out on Spreaker, Stitcher, iTunes, YouTube, and more. You can follow us on Facebook. You can follow us on Twitter. And on behalf of myself, on behalf of my co-host, Brian Catanzaro, if it's not on the right side, if it's not on the left side, it is on the fin side. <laughs> Solo D, take us home. It ain't the left side or the right side, and it must be the fin side. It ain't the left side or the right side, and it must be the fin Listen, Dolphins fans across the land all tuning in to see what Brian Catanzaro Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of plan investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com.